Yo, what is up? This is Daniel Safer, and welcome to another episode of Fitness Frameworks. These last couple of years, my health and fitness have been a big part of my life. I've spent tons of time testing, failing, learning, and iterating on my nutrition and exercise plan with the help of mentors. The real question has been, as a busy professional, how can I develop a sustainable fitness lifestyle where I prioritize my health, but I do not let it consume my life? This podcast is here to give you the answer. Join me and follow along as I keep learning to apply and share fitness frameworks that help me achieve my health goals. My name is Daniel Safer, and welcome to Fitness Frameworks. Welcome, welcome back to part three of the On Track mini-series. I'm especially excited to bring you this episode because I'm sure it's going to rough up some feathers. I'll be sharing my experience and my perspective on a topic that goes against the grain in terms of what is cool in society nowadays. And that is prioritizing sleep. Nowadays, in the hustle and grind culture, it's become a bragging right to talk about how you had to pull an all-nighter to finish a project or how you had to work long hours this past week. And to be honest, I personally don't have anything against this. In fact, at times, I drink the hustle and grind Kool-Aid. But I bring this up because in the past, this mentality has gotten in the way of me being able to take care of my health and it has been detrimental to my daily life. Not because I didn't have time to go work out or prep my food on the weekend, no. It was because I didn't prioritize sleep. Back in college, I was so bought into this idea of the hustle and grind mentality. I really tried to live by those famous quotes that they say, I'll sleep when I'm dead. In fact, I remember one day I was watching one of those motivational YouTube videos talking about how if you want to be successful, you have to be the first person to get up. You know, the early bird gets the worm. And I felt inspired. At that moment, I decided. In fact, I committed to waking up at 3 a.m. every morning because who else in their right mind was going to do that? My competition stood no chance. And I clearly remember doing the math. If I want to wake up at 3 a.m., I have to try to get maybe six hours of sleep or roughly four sleep cycles. Then that means I have to go to sleep by 9 p.m. And I was like, man, I'm going to get a minimum of 18 hours per day to work and I'm going to work my ass off and I'm going to beat everyone. And that's what I did for roughly the next year and a half of my life, which thinking back on it is absolutely insane because I can honestly remember thinking at one point while I was doing this, yeah, yeah, I can do this for the rest of my life. <laughs> and looking back, it's I, I find it rather hilarious how sustainable I thought that actually was. But that was a byproduct of taking that mentality to an extreme of how far I could push myself. I was really motivated. I was really disciplined. You know, I I really wanted it. I didn't know exactly what it was, but I was willing to chase these ambitious goals. I had a lot of desires. I wanted to be financially free. I wanted to be super healthy and shredded and swole. I wanted to have great communication skills and interpersonal skills. I wanted to be a great developer. I wanted to just be great at all these different aspects of my life. But I was being spread thin from all these desires and not even the 18 hours a day that I thought I was getting was enough to be great at all these things. Nowadays, I've realized the importance of being able to just focus on one thing as opposed to trying to do 10 different things at the same time. But... The biggest challenge I actually had was recognizing the difference 
in the sprint versus the marathon. I was barely in my late teens, if not my early 20s, and time was on my side. I was trying to get all of these things right then and there. I had barely completed the first 400 meters of the marathon and I was headed towards a very quick burnout because I had just sprinted all out. I still had the whole race to go. I still had so much time ahead of me. So what does this even have to do with fitness? During this time, I was enormously unaware because it was hard to be objective about my own life and my own doings. But looking back, my progress in the gym was literally non-existent. Even then, my progress in my nutrition, my health, my physique was, it just wasn't there. If anything, I probably was regressing. Because I was on such little sleep averaged over the week, I wasn't able to recover fast enough from my workouts at the frequency that I wanted to work out. My energy was constantly low and dragging and I was always looking for places on my university campus where I could take quick naps. I often felt lethargic and like I was running on fumes. I just had to muster up that last bit of energy to be able to finish my days. And the hard thing about being sleep deprived for such a long time is that our bodies are these amazing adaptive machines. And after my body normalized the little amount of sleep that I was getting, I thought that to struggle to focus during my workouts or wanting to constantly nap or constantly feeling hungry were just normal and they were part of my daily living. I didn't realize the impact that sleep had on those things. And when I normalized my sleep deprivation, it was really hard to get out of that rut and have that third party perspective to be able to notice those small details. Eventually, I ended up burning out, which is why I said I only lasted about a year and a half, which is still pretty damn crazy that I was able to last that long. But I hit this wall where I felt more lethargic and more unmotivated than I ever knew was possible. I remember I just wanted to, you know, go to school, finish my class, and go back to sleep. I would skip out on my workouts and I didn't have the discipline or the motivation that I had previously built up to them. It definitely wasn't a fun time. It was it was a pretty rough period of time. Over time though, I was able to bounce back from that. Unfortunately, I didn't learn my lesson right away on the importance of sleep. In fact, it wasn't until a couple years later when one of my fitness coaches challenged me to prioritize my sleep. That is around the time when I reflected on this time period and realized how detrimental my choices were to my overall health and beyond that. In fact, I always talk about building a sustainable fitness lifestyle, but something that is part of that is also making sure that it is a holistic approach. Many different aspects of our lives are interdependent on each other and they can work synergistically. If you set them up properly in the way that you could build habits around this synergy, you can definitely grow and develop interdependency within your life. Whether it's your health, your fitness, your work, your productivity, your general mood, your attitude, all of these things are coupled and intertwined. Upon realizing the importance of this, I had to figure out how to prioritize sleep and to make that a habit because I realized how closely intertwined sleep was into all these different branches of my life. And if I can make a great habit out of prioritizing sleep, I know that would elevate my game in these different aspects of my life. That is what I mean when I talk about interdependence. So my coach set forth a challenge to me. 
he wanted me to try to get eight hours of sleep per night. And if for some reason it was really hard, minimum try to get seven. Then the helpful exercise that we went through was we built a nightly checklist and a routine to make sure that I could get high quality sleep. Some of these things included a to-do list, like minimizing the light in the room, minimizing the amount of noise pollution that my room might have. And other things were such as not to-do lists, like eating too late during the night that it might disturb you or exercising as well at that time. But being able to work with him to build this checklist really started to build this foundation of prioritizing my sleep. But I'm not going to lie, even though that was my task to make it a priority, I was still very resistant to getting that much sleep. I felt like I was going to lose a lot of time during the day. I thought I wasn't going to get as much done as I wanted to before. It was really hard to challenge this hustle and grind mindset that I had adopted for so long. It was, it was kind of a hit to my ego because this was something that I had grown to believe over the years that I didn't need a lot of sleep to be able to function properly. But regardless, I abided by my coach's challenge and it was tough in the beginning. I had to move a lot of things around in my schedule, but more importantly, I had to cut out the things that weren't going to be beneficial to me or get me closer to my goal. This became a very interesting experiment for me because I was able to take a lot from it. I realized that back when I was sleep deprived, I picked up a ton of bad habits because it was nearly impossible for me to stay focused, but I still had to find activities to fill out that time during the day. So I ended up squandering a lot of it by doing some mindless activities like maybe just watching some funny videos on YouTube and I started to develop the bad habit of whenever I got bored just trying to escape reality by going to my phone and watching these funny memes or these funny videos. And I realized this habit carried on through my life. So when I was trying to eliminate different aspects of my life so that I could get my seven to eight hours of sleep and really prioritize it, it forced me to cut out these activities because I was just wasting that time and it wasn't helping me to get closer to my goal. Then as time started to pass and I was consistently getting my seven to eight hours of sleep per day, I started to notice the quality of my life improve directly because of my sleep. For example, I started to feel great and energetic during the day. I started to be a lot more productive and more effective with a lot less time that I was awake. Recovering from my workouts was a lot quicker. I no longer had these mixed hunger signals because of my sleep deprivation. I had all these amazing, great direct benefits, but even better, I also had indirect benefits. I was able to cut out the clutter from my life so that I could prioritize the things that I needed to with the limited scope of time that I had during the day. It helped me to get clear on the few activities that were truly important to me and that I would value even more because I wanted to keep them in my life. In fact, I was now starting to think in terms of my longevity and building that sustainable lifestyle I've talked about. I started to take care of my health in a more holistic approach. It was more than just workouts and nutrition. It was a lifestyle, a way of living where different aspects of your life are set in place to elevate all the other aspects. I started focusing on running that marathon at my own pace. Prioritizing sleep in my life was a huge game changer for me because it wasn't just about prioritizing the sleep even though there's countless research that talks about 
how good and beneficial it is for your health. It was all these extra little benefits that I got. All these little extra advantages that were able to help me inch my way towards my goals. All these different aspects of sleep that helped improve my life just brought up the quality of my life to a whole nother level. And when I talk about building a sustainable fitness lifestyle, sleep and prioritizing sleep is a huge cornerstone. It's also underrated because usually when it comes to fitness, people don't think about the massive benefits that you get from prioritizing your sleep. And there are so many things that I've learned through prioritizing my sleep that I want to share with you and I want to go into those details so that you can also prioritize your sleep so that you can develop the habits that will allow you to get quality of sleep and just improve the quality of your life overall. And that is what I'm working on for March 1st. I want to bring you a lot of value by teaching you some of these things that I've learned and how tracking them can be so important. As I've mentioned before, I'm super excited for this because these are the things I wish I knew when I first got started. This is going to help stomp the learning curve that you might have when you're first starting your fitness journey and you're still learning how to build it and make it sustainable over a long period of time. But I'm super excited for this project that I'm creating for you guys. And I really hope you guys get a lot from it. Anyways, I hope that you were able to get something from this. Whether it was my perspective on the hustle and grind mentality and not sleeping until you're dead. Or just why I think that it's important that you have to prioritize sleep. And I hope that it encourages you to make that a priority so that you can actually test it and you can see the type of impact that it can have on your life. I really want these podcast episodes to challenge a lot of the mainstream ideas that I have found to be fake or not really helpful in my journey. So if this episode has helped you to do that or you have gotten any value from it, please leave me feedback. I'm always open to try and improve my content so that I could bring you more value. Anyways, that is it for part three of On Track. I am so excited for this project and I hope to see you on the next episode. See you later. Hey, I just wanted to say thank you so much for listening. Please remember to subscribe and leave feedback. Would you like to learn how to actually make long-lasting health and fitness habits? If so, go join my Facebook group where I'll be fully transparent documenting my journey to developing my own sustainable fitness lifestyle. Just head over to fitnessframeworks.com and ask to join the group. I'll see you there.